0: Welcome back to another podcast of The Flagrant Five. Thank you guys for showing all the love and support on the first episode. We greatly appreciate that. It helps us keep things moving forward as we go along. Please continue to watch it as we go on through today, and let's have Ed kick us off.
1: All right, guys. So basically for every show, we're going to start it out with news. David came up with a great name called In The Loop, so shout out to my boy. And um, basically first segment every week, we're going to cover recent like, and relevant topics on players and teams, and yeah, all right, for our first recent news that we're going to cover is the 76ers. They did just lose today. We're recording this Thursday night to the Nets without Katie and Kyrie. But regardless, they're still the best team in the league at seven and two. Um, I just want to go around the room and get everyone's thoughts. Is this sus- uh, sustainable? Is they going to keep this up all year? Or are they just, do they just have a hot I'm gonna just
2: start? I'm going to start it off because it's my team, baby. It They're, they're keeping it going, man. I, I love to see this. I mean – I genuinely feel like the Sixers were great contenders every year for the past, like, two, three years. But I think this year they built a solid team. Shout out, David. But <laughs> they got a solid amount of shooters around Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid this year. I think the addition of Steph Curry was great. Ben Simmons is playing great. I mean, Tobias Harris has been actually been having been a good season under Doc Rivers again. And I think this team, honestly, is playing to its fullest potential.
3: I mean, I just – I just don't see the Sixers keeping this up. They're, it's a nice hot start, you know. The, the Orlando Magic went 4-0, but do we, are we saying they're going to win the title? No. This team, second-round exit, great start. You know, props to you, Mo. You get some bragging rights. But, you know, when the playoffs come rolling around, you're just going to be saying, oh, we could have won, but we just weren't good enough. It, I it,
2: never say that, man.
3: Okay. okay. Well, you know what I mean, but it's just—it's just not—they're just not, not going to keep this yeah, up. And
4: not making it past the second round. Agree,
2: agree.
0: Yeah, I, bouncing off of Evan, I feel like just every year they performed so well together in the regular season, but they're just too young as a core to be able to go far into the playoffs. They don't have that experience. That's why you saw something like the Heat go far into the playoffs because you had a bunch of role players who have been with it a bunch of people who are able to cooperate together and go through those long stretches. Whereas the Sixers, their best players are damn near, they're only two years older than us. So they don't really have that experience and forte and that playoff big time, just moment. And I just feel like that shows every year.
1: Okay. Well, in my opinion, I think they're a top three team in the East. Now I'm kind of hopping on the bandwagon with Mo to be honest. I think, I still have the Nets personally making it to the finals. I think the Bucs are a little better. I think they're better than Miami and Boston. What, what do you guys think about that?
2: All right, I, I mm-hmm. agree with everything you said, but one thing, I'm not a bandwagon. I, I've been no, a bandwagon. No, 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 that's not what I meant. That's not
1: what I meant. Yeah, I know yeah. you've been with the Sixers. You know what I meant. I, I, think,
0: I think the East is wide open right now because you got the Celtics. The Heat are fresh off a of finals appearance. You got the Sixers. The Raptors Bucks. are playing oddly terrible right now, but they're still a really solid team. You have the Bucs. Who has a two time rating MVP who's looking to continue that production? I've like, that's five solid teams right there who actually actually have a formidable chance of getting into the playoffs.
2: And I know David agrees with me here. I think the Hawks are a scary team, man. It's
0: Hawks, yeah, I'm telling you, like I said the last one, Hawks are looking really pretty this year.
2: They're, they're dangerous, man. They might be a team that's not very experienced, but man, they have really good yeah. young talent. They're deep.
1: Okay. Hawks, you take the Pacers over them?
2: What? That's interesting, man. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, that's not, interesting. That's very they're interesting. They're not
4: really gonna keep their production at all. I don't see it. They're gonna be like the fifth seed, fourth seed, uh, making it past the second round. Simple as that. That's my opinion.
2: The hater, man. The, the hater. Dog.
3: Hey, man. He's got. He's he's got the knowledge, man. Okay The knowledge.
1: <laughs> so what? What? Oh. What? What big change turned it around for them? Adding they the
2: shooters, man. They're adding the shooters and Tobias Harris playing actually well. That's from what I've seen watching these games. Like, I've watched a good amount of games last season, and man, I got to say, it wasn't very entertaining. It was just Joel Embiid post up or Joel Embiid kick out to Ben Simmons drive. he can't make a p- shot, pass out to Joel Embiid, another post shot. Wasn't really entertaining. I watched a lot of games this season, and man. Four spacing has gotten a lot better. I've seen Joel Embiid just body in the paint, get there at will. Ben Simmons actually you know, made a three so far this season and he's been playing really well as well.
0: Yeah, that and I feel like bouncing off of Mo because he brings up the really good point that the GM is playing to the weaknesses of the team and added more shooters. They got rid of Josh Richardson, who although was a good two-way player, he was very, very inconsistent on the offensive end. He Sometimes he'd drop 22, sometimes you'd look at the rim and get scared. Like he <laughs> He's a very inconsistent performer, and I feel like the yeah, addition of Seth Curry, the addition of all these shooters, has put them up into an elite statting.
1: All right, Um. right, let's see what else. All right, let's talk about Gordon Hayward next. He just had a career high the other night, 44 points. I was talking with the guys earlier. I don't think this obviously doesn't validate his bag, the bag he got, but are you guys a little more, like, okay with the money they gave him after what we've seen so far from them?
4: He's been performing decently well this season, which is a surprise. I don't think he should have got as much as he did, but he did He did really well that game. I'll give him props, props for it to due.
2: I kind of agree with Kanoka. I mean, he shouldn't have been paid as much, but, I mean, and Charlotte, who are really pulling free agents? I mean, it was just – Giving Gordon Hayward a bag, I mean, who else we're we gonna give that bag to? And he's still performing really solid, like Canuck said. So um, I'm a good year, you know, the career high, like you just said. So honestly, it's, it's pretty worth it for the Hornets.
3: Oh yeah, no, he's clearly showing that he's gonna be the number one option for that team, and that he's the just he's the leader of that team. He's gonna give Lamelo some I don't know how to really like word it, but like leadership, Direction? He's gonna be like a mentor, mentor. That's what I meant to say. He's gonna be a mentor for Lamelo. And like like you guys said, I don't think he should have been paid as much. I've I've been on that bandwagon of that was way too much money. But I'll admit, I'll admit, through the first eight nine games of the season, he's playing very well. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna discredit what he's doing. He's playing very well. He's putting up good numbers. He's getting his team involved. And I mean, like, how else are you gonna get any big name free agents to go to Charlotte, North Carolina? What, what else possible. are you gonna do? That I'm that gonna is. say like, hey, you can go to a Panthers game. No, you gotta give them money. <laughs> like there's there's no other way. To, there's no other way to say. Or you it. gotta like have you, a good you, roster. What?
1: Or you have to have a good roster.
3: And yeah. Charlotte just doesn't have that.
1: Yeah, they don't have. it. Give them five so. years, man. Five years? What do you see him in five years
0: a nook. I'd say about eighteen. Eighteen <laughs> years. <laughs> five
2: years. There we're like forty. Like... They'll make the playoffs. Uh...
0: <laughs> they need to rebrand back to a different
1: state. Bobcats.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, successful. Man. Uh, Mecca they were four successful. Days. Oh man, Michael Kidd yep. Gilchrist, beast, the best have <laughs> ever. Still seen. on that
2: roster though? Isn't MKJ, MKJ still on that? I'm roster? pretty sure
4: you retired. So. Was he? What? I thought he retired. Oh like God. retired as not since like no one signed him or he like left the country.
2: Oh, uh left the country. PB. I have no idea, dude. I thought he was still on the roster. He might still be getting paid, but. Uh-huh. I kind of
3: want to look that up. I'm looking that up. Larry right Sanders type done. situation. Shout out Larry Sanders, man. Shout out Larry Sanders. Get that I feel like All right, one. well, looking oh, back go ahead, to
0: David. Hayward, I just, I'm just happy as an NBA fan. It's the man had one of the most horrid injuries I've ever seen on live TV. And to come back, bounce back, and drop a career high. Granted, he's in a dumpster spire of a team, but dropping 44 – on a broken leg, he's suffered injuries throughout the past two, three seasons. I feel like just sort of gives him that confidence back to when he was in his Utah days. It was just him just getting buckets.
1: Yeah, I was about to say there. He's averaging twenty two six and four. The let me see where the Hornets are in the standings. They're three and five. They're they're twelfth place. Like, I mean, they they have a young, exciting team, but I don't really expect too much from them to be honest. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to our next piece of news. Stephen Curry, you know, he had a decent game, only another career high, 62 points. Now, what I want to ask the flagrant five is, let's say this Curry, let's say they have an MVP Curry, that he's in the running top three. Where can the Warriors end up if that Curry comes up?
2: It's still not making playoff. Still not making playoffs with MVP. I don't think...
4: I think they're not making playoffs, man. I have no faith in their team.
2: With MVP
0: Curry, do you remember how good MVP Curry was? Yes, I
4: remember how good MVP Curry was. But the okay, thing guys. is, MVP no, Curry has, had a roster.
0: As outrageous as that sounds, that looks right. He didn't have. He doesn't have Clay now. Draymond's washed up averaging 4-4 four, four and six turnovers <laughs> and we, five fouls.
4: How do you and combine has, for 63 points when you have... When one person drops 62.
0: I mean, no, you have okay. to remember
2: that Kelly Oubre is playing like garbage. Andrew Wiggins is not playing up to par. James wise is a young rookie. Been... I think they'll start to pick it up, and then there will be a formidable Andrew team.
4: Andrew Wiggins hasn't been playing up to par since 2016.
2: He's still, been, he's still been average. He hasn't lived up to his hype, but, I
1: mean, he's still been good. Uh, to be fair on Draymond, his defense is has been really good. The couple games he's played, but you guys are right. Oh, yeah. His stats yeah. are garbage. Like on paper, <laughs> they're trash.
3: Draymond to me is that kind of guy where you don't look at his stats and determine what kind of player he is. You have to watch the game. That's the kind of player I think he is. I still don't think he's nearly as good as he was, but I don't think he's this you know garbage man that just happens oh, to work a nine is. to five shift and go play a basketball game at the rec center. You know, <laughs> I still yeah. think he's he's a good enough player to hold his own. Okay, but sure. he's but just to answer not your true.
2: question, Ed. I think they'll fall third if they have MVP Curry. No. What, what do you mean third? Third, third in the oh, West. Third. In, oh, yeah. I think third in the West. If they have MVP no. Curry, and if Kelly is playing up, T D I did last season. Andrew Wiggins last season shooting well. I think third in the conference isn't anything crazy.
0: So you have them beating either the Lakers, the Clippers, and Nuggets.
2: The Nuggets have been playing awful too, though.
0: Okay. I mean, they don't have that beautiful man MPJ right now.
2: Oh, okay. <sighs> I mean, still a good player, but I mean, did they have him last year playing up to par
0: as well? That, that man was averaging twenty three and eight in the bubble.
4: Twenty seventeen,
2: the West bubble world. though,
4: averaging a thirty point triple double a game, made the Thunder a six seed in the West. What makes you think MVP Curry, who's slightly better with a way worse roster, can bring their team to a third speed in a way? One
2: that Mvp that Westbrook is not, is not as good, is nowhere as good as this current Warriors roster. Yeah, that, uh, they had a young, fat <laughs> deep depot. They had an undeveloped
3: Demontis Abonis. Yeah, Rookies and
2: DeMontis, a bonus. <laughs> and DeMontis and bonus. That roster was nowhere as, as good. They only had was Steven Adams and w- Russell Westbrook. That's all they had. Andrea yeah, Roberson. Yeah. Like okay, David, come on.
1: <laughs> no, but like I think I do have this team making the playoffs. I think we all do, except for Hanook, but I think maybe they could win a, win a series, but it really depends. Like, if they face off against the Clippers or Lakers, they're going to get smashed. I think Denver smashes them. I think they could beat, like, Utah or maybe Dallas or Portland they could definitely beat, I think.
3: Uh, Actually, I don't even Miller's know. Saying that out loud.
0: Man. Miller's a bad man. McCollum's dirty as long as he plays offensively and plays consistently. And they got a really deep team. They got Nurkage, they got Cantor. Melo's giving them buckets off the bench.
2: Wide side. no, he's, he's on, on the he's Sacramento. Kings. Sacramento. Oh my, he's on the Kings. I just
1: remembered. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any more? Uh, anything else on Curry, guys? No. no? Okay. Let's no. move on to another sixty-point performance. Bradley Beal. I mean, there's not much to talk about. I know that's a he, he's scoring thirty a night, but the Wizards are just they're defenses. Oh my god, it's bad. What, like, it's really what, bad.
3: What did I say? What did I say in the last episode? They're relying too much on offense, they don't care on defense. He yeah. puts up 60 points and they still concede what they lost 130 something, right? To 120 something, mm-hmm. yeah. They let the Sixers drop 130 points on them.
1: They have the 28th worst defense in the league.
3: <laughs> I'm shocked, they're behind, not
1: the behind Minnesota and Detroit.
3: 20, okay, okay, yeah. You know what? My bad. The, the 76ers had 141 on them. My bad. I'm so sorry. The Wizards defense, atrocious. That's why Bradley Beale Bradley Beal can have 85 and they'll still lose.
2: Oh, it's just, no it's just ridiculous bad. <laughs>
3: how bad the defense is, dude.
4: Yeah, it's terrible. They need to really focus on signing defensive players. Like, like They people. have a
2: pretty decent defensive roster. I feel like they're just not playing up to par. Like In my personal opinion, I think Westbrook is a top three defensive point guard. I think he's a good defender for a point guard. I mean, he has the athleticism. He actually gets in the steel lane. He's pretty fast. He's athletic. He can do it, but I feel like there's time for he just being lazy or chooses not to.
0: That's true. That's see. fair. Yeah, that's I
3: true. Was, I was watching the Sixers Wizards game, and every time Joel Embiid got the ball and Thomas Bryant was guarding him, Westbrook would have to come and double him. So I'll leave Simmons Thomas wide Bryant's open, which will yes. cut in. Boom, Seth Curry's wide open. Boom, Tobias Harris is wide open. It's just. I, they just don't know what they're doing.
2: They need or maybe to do, that. that Sixers roster is just too good.
0: Okay,
3: stop. I need All to right. get rid
2: of Thomas. <laughs> it's
3: just one game.
2: So Thomas just one. is it?
0: averaging the best, seed, like his best. He's good, out. like
4: offensively, but he's like with that lineup, he's atrocious. Like, abs- like he's just so like luster, like lackluster on defense that it's like th- it doesn't help
0: them. It makes. Yeah, it I feel weird. like his problem is he's not as strong, and Joel Embiid, that man is built.
1: I feel
4: yeah. like I but
1: feel like he's good, good off the bench. <laughs> you think he should come off the? Bench?
4: <laughs> I think Thomas Bryant would be good off the bench on that roster, but starting no.
0: I mean, in he's my averaging person, almost twenty and ten a game.
1: Yeah, I don't know if he's the problem.
0: A, he's off offensively and crashing the boards. He's not a problem. It's just defensively, he's gonna get it's, smoked. It's really their goal,
2: forwards, man. in my opinion. Because they have Denny and Rui Hachimura. I think, in my personal opinion, I would trade Rui and maybe a big contract, get a solid player, you know, fit their kind of timeline of the age.
0: I feel the like Rui other- has yeah. the frame, though. It's like Pat Williams. Pat Williams has the frame to do well. It's just that he hasn't developed into that show yet.
2: Yeah. So, in your opinion, if they develop both Denny and Rui, are you saying they keep them both in the starting lineup? Maybe they don't like Denny at the small forward, Rui at the power
0: forward? Yeah, I feel like if they develop them, they continue to get stronger, get more reps in, and to just the starting lineup. I feel like they'd be able to turn into very solid, very solid rotational players.
1: I would definitely keep those two players in my opinion. But the problem with the Wizards is I don't I don't know what their goal is. Like, are they a win now team? Are they rebuilding? They're like half and half. Where do you guys think they are?
2: I feel like it's a team that you're like kind of in mediocre land, where like the Blazers were a couple of years ago, or they weren't really contending, but you know they're still in the playoff push. You know,
4: I kind of like your basic forty-five-one teams, kind of. That's what I see them as. Yeah, like your 45 44 forty-four-one teams.
0: They're trying. They're they're like stuck in Cinderella land, like the Warriors, like the eighth seed Warriors.
1: Mm, yeah, they no match. Do you guys think they can make the playoffs still? Hell no.
2: Yes, I think the roster is good enough. I mean, I think some teams are definitely overperforming in the East, Magic, um, cough, cough, but yeah, I, I think some teams will fall off.
3: I agree, uh, I agree Cavs, with him on Let this one. I did say that. I feel like what was you say? Oh, it was nothing. I didn't say the Cavs aren't going to fall off or anything. Oh,
4: <laughs> I agree with him on there. especially with Marco's faults injury. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, they're going to
1: drop off. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so that man. Yeah, man.
0: Nikola Vucevic going to average 30, 10, and 15. He's been doing right. really well. Yeah. He has been doing, but on a serious he note, he is so
3: under the radar.
0: Yeah. yeah. On a serious note, I feel like with Washington, they're trying to find that identity because, like you said, Ed, they're, they're like a half and half. Half their team is rebuilding, the other half wants to win. And now getting more stacked east. Russell Westbrook still wants to be Russell Westbrook where he gets a triple-double every game. It looks looks like one of the greats, but he'll push Thomas Bryant to get a rebound. And Bradley Beal is just trying to get his buckets. There's really no set plan in motion as to who's the alpha male in that team. How are they going to play? Who are they building it around? And that's why they haven't been able to succeed these past few years.
1: Yeah, I agree with everything you just said. That was pretty spot on. Anything else on Beal and the Wizards, boys?
2: I kind of want to say they remind me of that Thunder (laughs) team from a couple of years ago with Paul George Westbrook. Like, I feel like that duo is very, very similar in my eyes. And, like, the rest of the roster is kind of similar. Like, you have that center who isn't very a good shooter. like Steve Adams and Thomas Bryant. They have the two forwards. that Delino Gallinari who was okay, but, you know, wasn't great. It's a very similar roster in my opinion.
3: I think that was a really good comparison. I agree 100% about i was right. about to say bro not everything's about the thunder but that that was a good comparison i'll give you that <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna say but no that was pretty good
1: i like that. all right let's let's move on to the next thing this is uh some bad news boys mark kelp torn acl i mean i don't even know how long he's gonna be out this season's over like i i always say this thing like everyone the nba community even us we trash on we meme on you know, we make fun of players. Like, I remember even myself was roasting the hell out of Marco Fultz for his free throws and stuff like that. But, dude, this guy got so much, like, trash on his name, and he's finally doing good in a new home, and this just happens. I mean, I don't even know what else to say.
3: It's terrible. I hope I hope he comes back even better.
2: There have been players that came out of injury. I hope he's one of those players that will be great once he comes back from injury. And in general, it just sucks to see any player get injured, whether I like them or not. And Markel Fultz was definitely one of my favorite young talents to come in the league, and suck sucks to see him go down like this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. just sucks seeing his narrative play out. Like, he's just not been able to catch a break ever since he's entered the league. He's had that some sub- drama with the shoulder injury that hindered his shot. And then you saw how he had a hitch with his shot, and everyone started memeing him. No one could really tell if he just forgot how to shoot a basketball or if his shoulder was really... <laughs> holding him back. Finally gets a new home after sticking it up in Philadelphia. Comes to Orlando and starts performing. And in this really season, he really jumps the gun and he starts performing like how everyone expected a number one pick to be. And then some seeing something as tragic as this, it's just gut-wrenching. And this kid's trying to build himself back up from nothing after a fall from the top. And he's getting there and then falls back down the mountain.
1: Yeah, I mean... It's just so sad. He's had a tough career so far. He got traded for basically nothing to the Magic. The Magic are finally, like, I know they're, like, always like that, like 7-8 seed, but they look good, you know. It seems like a good environment for him. He's thriving there. All right, let's move on. Another point guard got injured, a rookie, Killian Hayes, tore something in his hip. This is the exact same injury that Isaiah Thomas has. And we all know when Isaiah Thomas, before that injury, he was, what, 30 points a game on Celtics MVP candidate, and now, like, he's not on a team. Does anyone know what he's up to He's playing rec games
0: in LA Fitness. <laughs> I'm, I'm being dead
2: serious. He he's not even wrong. Up
0: he was tearing it up in LA Fitness.
2: I want Isaiah Thomas to be signed somewhere. I think he would be a great NBA talent still, but man, it's sucks to see Killian Hayes got that injury being the rookie yeah, but, that he is.
3: But the thing is with that injury, Isaiah Thomas refused to get surgery for it for years. He refused to get surgery to fix the hip and just let it recover naturally. And look what happened to him. I really hope, Hayes gets the surgery and he comes back and I hope he's way better than we all thought he would be and I don't know I really do want to see Isaiah Thomas thrive I was so excited when he got traded to the Cavs even though I knew he lost that trade but it, it just sucks to see like Mo said anyone go down whether you like him or not it really does suck
1: I think um, I think he will recover better than Isaiah did because Isaiah he's so small and like, he, he uses his body a lot more than Killian would. Killian's not a super athletic player. He doesn't need to be for his game to thrive. But yeah, best wishes to Fultz and Hayes and everyone else getting injured. It sucks, man. But I think that's it for news. Evan is going to bring us into our next segment.
3: All right, guys. So we are introducing a new segment. It is called the Flagrant Fives. And each one of us was assigned a position point guard, shooting guard, small forward, you know. And we were told to give our list of our top five of that position for this season. Now I will start us off by going through all of our, my top five point guards. And we got all of our, you know, lists where each position was off the ESPN depth chart. So no one's going to be overlapping. Everyone's going to have different players. And so, yeah, for my point guards, for number five, I have Trey Young. Very interesting. I have Trey Young at number five. Number four, I have Kyrie Irving. Now I think Kyrie could be higher on this list Once he plays more, you know, he's healthy, but I think he'll go up. Number three, I have Luka Doncic. Now, this is a little controversial, but I'm picking Luka at number three just based off his lack of experience in the playoffs and going far. Number two, I have Damian Lillard. I think we all know why. Dame time, clutch performer in the playoffs, except when he plays Drew Holiday. Anyway, and number one, this is obvious, Steph Curry, the best point guard in the league. There should be no debate. No one should disagree with that top two at his position ever. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, shooting guards, Mo do you want to give off your list?
0: Wait, hold, of on, hold on. Of course. I want to I want to cuz you say undisputed number one point guard
3: but in the league right yeah. now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I agree with you. It's just weird seeing on media how Curry has one bad game where it's not even a bad game, he drops like 22 points and everyone says he's washed. He's terrible. Then I mean, drops 62 and now they're hailing <laughs> him as the next MVP. It's just, just ridiculous. Like, yeah. The media is ridiculous right now with any narrative. Like well,
2: that's the media in general. They take anything out of storm. And yeah. I feel like with LeBron James, the media just goes wild. Anything LeBron any- does, oh LeBron had oatmeal for breakfast. Oh my god, <laughs> we gotta talk about it. Man. <laughs>
0: anything same with, Yeah, same with Paul George. Paul George will have a good game. Oh pandemic P's over, they're done. The Clippers are going all the way, winning in three. Like and then he drops <laughs> fifteen in a fifty point loss. <laughs> And then they're saying Andre Robertson plays better than
1: him. My thing with Curry is, I do think he's the best point guard, but I think the media is like that because, like, I don't even know, past, like, five years, his team has been so dominant, and to see where they are now, I think they put too much of the blame on Curry for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I
4: don't know. I remember, like, last season, I forgot which player it was, but, like, everyone was coming for Curry last year before he got injured. Because mm-hmm. of the last three or four years of them just completely demolishing them. And that was the first year that the Warriors were completely overpowered. I forgot which player, but they were like, this one's for you, Curry, or something like that. I think it was Pat
3: Bev. Correct me. If Probably. Pat Bev did say, your time is over. The next. That's five years what I was, was remembering. And for. Steph Curry was like, bro, aren't you 30?
2: <laughs>
1: 30.
3: <laughs> oh my God. Well, I think that's
1: a perfect list, to be honest. Does anyone disagree with anything Evan said or his list? I, in my personal
2: opinion, I would put Luca maybe next behind Curry, switch Lillard that was and Definitely Luka.
3: the biggest debate I had was Lillard and Luka. but I had yeah, Luka in I the did. playoffs, get some experience, he'll be up there.
0: I had Kyrie number three in the league currently. I was thinking like like actually within this moment, like how he's playing, he's definitely number three. But I, can, I I see a valid argument with your list. So I feel like everything's pretty pretty formidable.
1: That's fair enough, yeah.
4: I had Luca at number two. I would have Luca at number two for Lula, but, like, that's really close to being like, I'm either or. It's nothing else.
3: All right, Mo, you want, want to give me? your list of shooting guards?
2: All right, bet. So, for my fifth spot, I had Jalen Brown. He's been playing great for the Celtics. Number four, I have D-Book. I mean, he kind of took a step down this year with Chris Paul joining the team, but I still think he's the fourth best shooting guard in this league. Number three, I have Bradley Beal. I mean, you just saw his 60-point performance. When we went off, I think he is one of the best offensive scorers in this league. Number two, I still have Paul George, one of my favorite players in this league, one of the best two-way players in this league. No matter if he has a bad game or not, I still think he's one of the best players in our league. And number five, oh, number one, obviously, it's James Harden.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not seeing too much to argue with here. I mean, we could talk about Jalen. He's been crazy, right?
3: Oh, yeah. No, he definitely deserves a spot on the list if we're going off just this season. He definitely deserves it.
0: No love yeah. for Zach Levine.
2: No I think love. I was thinking about Zach Levine or Jalen Brown. I think at the moment I'll put Jalen Brown, but once Kemba comes back, I think Levine might take that spot.
3: No love Maybe. for Levine. Jalen Brown right? plays way better defense than Levine.
2: I mean, yeah. But but it's I not close. close. Yeah, I think Levine's – Offensive game is far more polished, though. That's
1: fair enough. Does uh, Brown make the All-Star team this year?
2: He made it. Is this he was very really close last year. He was very close last year. It was him or Tatum. I think they both might make it if he keeps this
1: performance up. Okay. Um, Before we move on to small forwards, I just want to get your guys' thoughts on this. I saw Kendrick Perkins say this on some ESPN show that it's Jalen Brown's team now, not Jason Tatum's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's this whack. That's why He might not be the most credible source, but am, am I missing something or is he right here?
0: In Celtics legend Kendrick Perkins, when he puts the staff down, like he's, you he just gotta heed.
1: Kendrick, Kendrick Perkins was crazy, a problem.
0: Man. See that man hit the sham god, and then dribbling <laughs> it up down his driveway.
4: Oh my! Oh yeah, I did. See
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> It's like when you get a center and put a 40-ball control
1: on him and then you try to start dribbling <laughs> with him.
3: It's a brown shirt at the park. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. <laughs> right, let's move on. Dave, small
0: forwards? All right, small forwards. It's a pretty undisputed list. I feel like it's pretty set in stone in anyone's mind. Number five, we got Brandon Ingram. Just each year getting better, polishing his game. Right now averaging 27-6-5, and five, I believe it is. Definitely getting up there as a superstar in the league, in my opinion. Then continuing on at number four, got Mr. Clean Fade himself, Jason Tatum, leader of the Celtics. Always performing in clutch time, always performing in general. And number three, we got Kawhi. I feel like his impact is really, really underlooked, especially when you see the moment he goes down because Ibaka decided to suplex his ass in the middle of the court. That the next game, they lost by 50, come back, and they're a winning team again. Then number two, we got King James.
1: Oh. Number oh. two. Oh, that's uh, going goodness. Goodness. to rub some people the wrong way.
0: As of right now, obviously in a legacy term, LeBron doo-doo's on anybody in this list. But mm-hmm. as of right now, 2020-2021 season, I feel like the Mr. Number One Kevin Durant is just performing better, and he's going to continue performing better as he goes throughout the season. Because if you look at it in terms of PER averages, just wins in general, Kevin Durant's got one of the best PERs, better than LeBron. His stats in almost every category is better than LeBron. And to come back from a torn Achilles and be this dominant still, I feel like he's only going to get even better as he continues to warm up in the league.
1: Okay. Do you think uh, by the end of the year he'll have a better year than LeBron?
0: I can definitely see it. I yeah, can definitely see it. He's averaging thirty nine and five, I think. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, wait, what is he averaging? I don't know. He's he was averaging like close to thirty points in the game. I don't wanna throw numbers at your face here, but I'm pretty sure he's averaging something really solid.
2: I have no problem with that. Let's like that wrist unless you said it's pretty much set in stone. Nothing's really debatable, in my opinion. I think that list was pretty perfect.
0: Yeah, 28. 28-7 and 20. 28. Yeah, I'm, I'm smoking something, but still really good.
1: Hopefully those two match up in the playoffs. But before we move on to power forwards, I want to ask. I see this debate a lot. I know Tatum is definitely better than Ingram, but how big is the gap between those two?
0: Not very big. You don't think so? Not I think not it kind of is. Distance. I kind I think- of think it is.
3: As of right now, I think it's a pretty big gap, only because Tatum has led a team to the Eastern Conference Finals, the Game Seven of it, while Ingram, granted, I know his team's never been, you know, the greatest, but you know, once once I see Ingram lead a team, you know, far into the playoffs or be the number one option on a contending team, and thrive in that role, I think the gap between them is a little is pretty big right now. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I feel like when you, yeah, never mind. And the intangibles—that man is a born leader. at very
3: and Anuk. Anuk, what do you think the gap is between them? I
4: don't know. This God, is really Jesus. I'm not really sure, to be honest. Um, I think Tatum has still some growing to go, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I haven't really hit it on the dot. That's fair. Right,
1: that's let's fun. move on the power forwards. But Evan, you're a little bogus for that one.
4: Uh. Yeah, you are. <laughs>
1: I was I'm trying
3: so
4: to th- call <laughs> I, I hope you yeah, I F off. I was trying to call the docs. off.
1: <laughs> I'm right, you're up though, bud. Power forwards, let's hear it.
4: Alright. Number five. I have uh Siakam. And this reserve, I'm not gonna lie, it was really hard to find a fifth. Like best, like all of them. Like after like Siakam, all pretty much average seventeen and fifteen a game. I was gonna put Blake Griffin, but then I looked at his stats and I was like, no, nah, I'm just gonna he's put Siakam.
3: think good, man. I know. Yeah, man.
4: Um, number four. This is a, this is gonna be surprising, but I have Sabonis. Okay. And then he's been performing really well this season, so I don't have any problem with that. I have Julius Randle at number three. That interesting. Yeah. He he's a, like, he's averaging like close. He's averaging like twenty three seven and something else. I'm not really sure, but like when I was when I looked at it, I was like surprised. He's been performing really well in New York, which is also really surprising for me. Number two, I have AD. This is obvious, and then number one, I have Giannis, who's arguably a top three player
1: in the league. Pretty sad list. I can't.
0: Behind Julius Randall.
1: Oh yeah, that's. It. I feel bonus? like
2: there's some there, there's some debates there. In my opinion,
3: yeah, I mean Randall is averaging twenty three, like twelve and seven. I think it's because is- it, like he's in so, New York.
2: The only reason I would oh, have yeah. Sabonis over Randall is because of yeah, the situation. I mean, I think the Patriots are definitely a better team than the Knicks. So which is the only reason I would have Sabonis over him, and I feel like AD and Giannis. I would personally have AD over Giannis, but you know, really, I think he would. I think he's. A I never got player. that argument. Yeah, that's, I that's, never understood that, that argument.
3: He's, he's more skilled, but Giannis is just better. I don't know.
2: I mean, yeah, he's the two-time reigning MVP, but that's I think he. there are better players than Giannis. I think LeBron is still better than Giannis. I think Kevin Durant is better than Giannis. I mean, I think Anthony I Davis falls on that list as well.
1: The
0: I think Anthony Davis. Giannis is... Alphabet
1: Man. <laughs> I think that Anthony Davis is. I don't. I have trouble putting him over players like Harden and Giannis because those players lead. They, they're the leaders. Anthony Davis, he's the second banana. Say so I know. He's like the best second banana ever, but he's not a number one option. You feel me? Yeah,
0: that's.
1: You, that's, you guys that's, the option? Yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I kind of get that. I know well, it's a little. I love Anthony LeBron. Davis. Yeah. You know how it is when you're with LeBron. So it's not even like a diss or nothing. All right, let me move on to mine. Mine was super simple. First of all, shout out. I'm pretty sure Sam gave us this idea, right? Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah, it was Sam.
1: Shout out to Sam for giving this idea. It's a really good idea. Mine was super simple. Five, I have Bam. I know the Heat are kind of underperforming, but I'm pretty sure that's only because Jimmy's dealing with injuries. And uh, I really like his game. He's definitely the second best playmaker in the center position, without a doubt. Four, I got Rudy Gobert. Um, I know a lot of people are clowning him because – of all the coronavirus stuff and his contract, but what was Utah supposed to do? No one wants to play in Utah. Like, no one wants to play in Charlotte. And his defense. It's amazing. It's not overrated. I don't care what anyone says. And number three, I'm going to put Cat out of respect because I think he's the exact opposite of Rudy. His defense is like – but his offense is – he's definitely the best. He's the best shooter, shooting center of all time probably. I was thinking about putting Vucin – but I don't believe in the magic, so I'm sorry. Number two. Oh, what's up?
0: You said he's the best shooting center of all time. I think he's up there percentage-wise. <laughs> I, I, I
2: think there. he is up there too. I he's would agree. The highest
3: percentage. He's got the highest three-point percentage of all big men ever.
1: Objectively, yeah. I would assume okay. – I, I have no idea. I'm talking strictly five. No, then I have no idea. Okay, now one and two were kind of hard. Literally, like I just put Joel, I put Embiid as one and Jokic as two, but I'm, I'm going to stick with that. I have Jokic at two and Embiid at one just because of how good the Sixers look so far. Jokic is obviously better overall, but Joel also has better defense. I don't know. This, I feel like it's super hard for one and two. What would you guys rank those two? I have Jokic, know, Jokic is is number one. one. I kind Me of agree just, with
2: you, Ed, and I'm not even being biased here. I think Embiid yeah, is the my better ass player. Obvi- not being biased. Okay, if, if you want to say that, go ahead. But <laughs> here are my thoughts on that. I think MB is definitely way better on the defensive end. I think he's a better post player. It's not like Embiid's a horrible shooter. He's he can make his threes. Obviously, Jokic is the better playmaker, better, better ball handler, better shooter here. But honestly, I would rather take the defense than that offense. Jokic is a NBA point NBA point guard, and like a
4: seven foot
3: center body. He's leading the league per game right now. Your mic is quiet. He's, he's leading the league in assists per game right now.
0: I feel like Jokic he's is? just a, he's yes, a floor Jokic general. Jokic this man is a floor general. Like you saw it in the playoffs in the bubble. When it when push came to shove, that man started leading his team. He's a really young center, and he knows how to get everybody involved in the offensive end. I know he, he's a bit slow, a bit athletic. Defense might not be there. And will get you your numbers, but the way Jokic can lead a team, there's that intangible aspect that I feel gives them the edge better than any other center. Might it's be crazy. a
2: random thought, but like, why are like so many players from the from like Europe or the League really good at playmaking?
1: I, I don't know. That's a really because they good have point.
4: professional experience. Because you like here, like okay, the kids here are like athletically talented. Yeah, that's a fact. But those kids are playing in pro league since, like, the age of 16, 13, 14. Like, Giannis, he played first pro team at what, 15? Like, these kids have been more experienced than D1 players. So, yeah. That is true.
1: Yeah. Doubt,
3: Luke has yeah. been playing professional since 16. So that's just I crazy. crazy.
1: Yeah, I, I think
4: – huh? I had Jokic in number one. Like
1: I Yeah, was you have Jokic. yeah without a doubt. Okay, that's fair enough. I think it's really close. All right, but we are that's it for that segment. Anyone else have anything else to say about those fives? No? All right, David, bring us into our next segment, my friend. All right. We're popping off with a
0: bunch of new segments this episode. I'm going to hit you guys with a new one, a little fun one called Who Am I, where I pull players from the internet, from the NBA. I'm going to give you guys random facts and stats, so you guys got to guess them with what I give you. Obviously, if you guys are struggling, because I know I can be a bit tough sometimes, I'll give you a bit more hints, but I feel like this would be a good little segue, a little bit of fun. So I, the first person, who, who am I? I was drafted top 20, and he was drafted top 20 in Jeff draft class, and he is currently averaging 18-8-2, eight, shooting 86% from the free throw line and 32% from three, and his nickname... The Baptist. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay,
2: one question. Did you find that nickname off basketball reference?
0: Mm, no, <laughs> I looked through a lot of articles. Okay. I never heard, heard that nickname.
2: Baptist. Who would that it's be? Is that top
3: 20 this year?
0: No, top. He was picked top 20 in his draft in class. In 2017 draft.
3: 2017. Okay. Ooh,
0: I, I have one guess. Is
2: it, is it Dante Murray? I don't think- to no. Damn. Oh. He said 17 8 and what? 18 8 and 2.
0: 18 8 and 2 as a power forward. Drafted top 20 in the Aren't 2017 you? draft class from Wake Forest.
1: Wake Forest, dude. Why is this? I, not I don't know my camp colleges camp? like that, bro.
4: No, I, I swear when I was making the list,
1: I went through this player, but I can you playing this year. East. Has
0: boys been for the past few years. We've mentioned this team already. Talking about the East standings, the Baptists. Come on,
1: Baptist. eighteen.
0: Lob Posturing everybody. Lob Very athletic guy. Come on, is it Blake Griffin?
3: Oh wait, no. oh, it's John Collins.
0: Yes. Oh, oh, he is from dude. Wake
3: Forest. You're right, dude. I'm from
4: no Wake God. Forest, bro. Who we the hell calls him the Baptist? Never heard that. I looked
0: it up on, uh, online. I looked at a few articles because he's when you boom on somebody, you, you know, you got baptized. That's a
3: cool,
2: so you can, That's a cool name. That's a cool name, Jared but I've
0: never heard of the Baptist. i did just I haven't either. I just looked it up.
4: I was thinking, like, until you said a uh, point guard, like, power forward, I was thinking Derrick
0: Rose for some reason.
4: Like, when you said 18, yeah, yeah. Top 20 No, no, no. I said before he said 2017. I said before he said 2017. Yeah,
0: top 20 pick. Derrick Rose, yeah. Alright. Moving on. Number two. He is currently averaging his best in each stack category, besides free throw percentage. Free throw percentage took a big hit for some reason. Averaging 19, 3, and 5 this year shooting a little over 40% from three, a higher clip than he's ever shot. Top three pick in his draft class, and he's ranked the 19th best point guard per
3: ESPN.
2: Lonzo Ball? No. no, no, no. <laughs> Lonzo. Lonzo. He's shooting putting him 19, dude. 19th best point guard, according to ESPN, you said?
0: Yes,
3: sir.
2: ESPN's kind of whack, but okay, let me try to think.
3: He was a top three pick.
2: East or West? Like I have to, that's something I don't West, know. West.
0: West. West. This this next hint will be a dead giveaway. Top Is it 18-3-5? 19-3-5. Eight?
2: Three three five.
0: Five. Ooh. Top three what? pick from Ohio State. D'Angelo.
3: D'Angelo. Yeah, it's hey. D'Angelo. This This means, already, this means it's the biggest well, D- Ohio no. State fan.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Once he said D- uh, Ohio State, I'm like, oh, it's D'Angelo. That's pretty obvious.
3: The Ohio State, man.
0: I, I couldn't find anything interesting on because I was gonna do the nickname again. But you could have said it, Iggy, his Iggy. His name T-O-L-O. was 3 Angelo. Iggy, Iggy- yes. <laughs> This bitch. You snitch. literally
3: could have said Nicky. Swaggy P's best friend, bro. Exactly, man. Not a
0: <laughs> Elias side bitch. All right, coming in at number three, we have a man who's averaging twelve four and one, and I feel like he personally revived his career with his current team. Hall of Famer, never won a ring, and he has played with five different rings. Jesus, Di- oh, five different teams. Is it Chris oh. Paul? No. Derrick I Think Chris Paul's averaging 12 four and one right now.
4: <laughs> Listen, oh yeah, you're right, you're right. What position? Derek Rose.
0: Small forward, power forward. Oh, dang. Derrick, oh, Derrick Cross Rose
4: is averaging fifteen. Mellow, it's Mellow.
0: Roy. Yep, Carmelo Mellow.
2: Anthony. Evan's oh, man, good at this game, dude, man. I'm, I'm killing us, dude, <laughs> I think Evan got all three today. We're getting torched.
0: I <laughs> yeah, you, guys, I you guys are getting destroyed. You guys got to step it up. Turn your brains I mean, on. I
2: think yeah. it's like when you when he says the player, it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it, all, it, all, it all connects, and I'm like, oh, dude, yeah, you're right.
4: Even well, the all second right. he said Ohio State, I wasn't. I didn't know who the player was, but I was like, Evan. This
0: remember. one, this one should be a gimme. If, you get, if this isn't a gimme, then I'm gonna smack every one of you guys. <laughs> this man is undrafted. Averaging 21, 5, and 6 on 44% shooting from the field, 39% from three. He is an NBA champion. Fred Banfleet. Yes, sir. Finally, someone else gets on the board. This was an easy game. That was
2: good. That was good. I was thinking of undrafted players. When he said undrafted, I was just – First name that popped in my head was Duncan Robinson. He said undrafted, but they're like 21. I'm like, oh, never mind. (laughs)
1: Illinois. Yeah. The Illinois boy. Shout out
3: Rockford, Illinois. Illinois. Sir. Yes,
1: sir Steady Freddy.
3: Shout out Mickey.
1: All right. The
0: fifth and final. Who am I? This big man was drafted by Toronto in twenty eleven with the fifth pick. Valentinus. Holy shit. <laughs> Let's go. Damn oh, God. That's
2: Damn easy. It. That's easy, dude. How? Yeah. That's easy. I just thought of the raptor. You said big man. You got to twenty eleven. I'm like, Small Genius, man. Damn
0: it. I really wanted to say his nickname because apparently Drake called him Big Science. Big Science? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's garbage, man. <laughs> Big Science. That's goofy. Yeah.
0: So I guess he's a Trash. professor schooling kids or some stupid.
3: Yeah, if you didn't say raptors, that probably would have been a little bit more difficult.
0: Mm. I'm yeah. not gonna
4: lie, if you didn't say raptors, I was
2: gonna say Demarcus Cousins. Alright, at least I got one. I'm happy with that.
3: <laughs> I really
1: one one in three, Evan. Sweeping, uh, destroying us. Oh, step you your you game up, man. On
0: yeah, yeah. I get y'all next.
4: I get y'all next time we do this. Oh, luck, I got y'all next yeah. time.
2: I like the confidence. I like the confidence.
4: I'm getting. I'm getting all five next
2: time. Like how many? Uh, yeah.
1: Okay. All righty. Okay.
0: you okay. okay. We'll step it up next time. Trust me.
1: Yeah, it was the first one. We didn't want to make it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it here. All right. A note. I
2: mean, uh, Mo segment, right. our next segment, bud? So this will bring us to our last segment of the, of the show, which is going to be our daily pick-ems. You guys know how this works. So each day we're going to be listing a game, and we're all going to pick and predict who is the winner of that game. And at the end of the month, whoever has the worst record, who is the worst predictor, will have to do a humiliation or challenge at the end of the month. And today we're not going to be picking games because we picked a for the last episode. So I'm just going to be updating you guys on the scores. So for the first game, it was Blazers versus the Warriors on January 1st. Ed, Evan, and Hanook had the Blazers winning it. Me and David had the Warriors. Sadly, the Blazers did win. And that was the first game. Our second game was Pelicans versus the Raptors. And Pelicans did win. Hanook, David, and Ed did pick them. For the third game, it was Spurs versus Jazz. The Jazz did win 130 to 109. Me, Evan, and Ed did pick the Jazz. And for our fourth game, which was Rockets versus the Mavericks, I was a lonesome who picked the Rockets. Sadly, the Rockets lost by 13 and the Mavericks won. And January 5th, it was Jazz-Nets. All of us did pick the Nets and the Nets did destroy the the Jazz. They won 130-96 to and we had the next game, which was Boston versus Miami, a little conference finals rematch. Boston did win by two points and Evan and Ed did pick Boston and Today's game, January seventh, Sixers versus Nets. Again, I was alone some Sixers because you know throughout the Sixers, everyone else picked the Nets. The Nets did win, one twenty-two to one hundred nine, and that will bring us to the scores. So currently leading is Ed. He's currently seven and zero. Somehow, behind him is Evan, six and one. Behind him is Hanok, with five and two. David with four and three, and sadly, I am two and five. But I mean, there's a lot of basketball to be played that in this month. So man, I'll come
1: back. That's as well. true. I'll come back.
3: Imagine if Ed blows the 7-0 lead. I really
0: have to drop the ball in order for you to come back.
1: (laughs) That is true. Mo, how does it feel? Oh, go ahead, Evan.
3: I was just going to say, if Ed chokes the 7-0 lead, that's all. That would be be
4: the greatest comeback of all time.
3: Or the greatest choke.
1: (laughs) 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 Anyways, but Mo, I was going to say, how does it feel to pick your Sixers and have them lose without Katie and Kyrie?
2: Okay. My my defense on this, (laughs) Steph – Seth Curry wasn't playing. It wasn't playing. Oh, okay. yeah, he had the coronavirus, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I think – I generally think he's a big difference maker and obviously in this scene we talked about earlier in the show, great floor spacer. not going to make excuses, but, you know, some teams win
1: games here and there. Okay. So we just have to lose tonight. Fair <laughs> enough. All right, yeah, we already made our picks ap- last episode. We'll think of a humiliation, but, like, I'm going to keep repeating this. We're not going to do some crazy shit to, unless we get more viewers. You know what I'm saying? That's understandable, I think. Other than that, Anouk, uh, take us on, my friend.
4: All right, guys. I'm going to thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Flagrant Five. Um, I appreciate all the support that you guys have given us for the last two episodes. We hope to keep this series going throughout the season. And I want to say thank you. Keep up with our other platforms. Thank you, and have a good one.
2: Peace out, guys. Peace hey, out, guys.